it's not a coincidence that the best people, like really good artists, like really good designers, like maintain really great blogs. They have really good documentation. Their sketchbooks are immaculate. I think that's um, I think that's that's part of the the discipline. You know, it's part of becoming a good whatever that you can do that. Hey folks, welcome to part two of my conversation with Ian. On this one, we go through a lot about working styles, productivity tips, tools that we use to collaborate, and the importance of documenting your work. So if that's the kind of stuff that you're into, keep listening. Um, the... Sorry, I'm trying to connect my mouse. And my computer is like really fast. I'm really disappointed of my ThinkPad. It's like it's like so many like little niggling problems. Anyway, okay. Um, so the question was, when is a good time? The question is, when is a good time to stop a project? Is that what was, or what would you do to put your project in a good state such that you can continue it or pick up from it later? Um, you know, like when we were in design school and they were asking us to keep track of a blog, you know, document your work as you're doing it, it's a blog. And I don't know if you did it and I tried to do it, but I wasn't very successful. But often in my case, you know, I'll do the project first and then I'll retroactively document stuff. That's literally the not, it's not the way to do it, I guess, right? Like you should never do it like that. And I feel like, um, there's such an impulse when you do something to just do. Um, but I think we, I think documentation is really important. And what I mean by documentation is just like um, keeping track of what happened, right? Like whether it's your project resources, like taking time to just organize your file structure, uh, keeping, taking time to write what you've done over the week, even if it's just a little summary, doing a retrospective, um, you know, taking, you know, taking time to, to um, plan out some of the, like list out some of the ideas you have in your head in cl with clarity, right? Not just like have a notepad open with like your ideas in a mess and you can't even, you don't even bother to like uh, capitalize words or like organize them neatly and you just save it somewhere and you forget about it but, you know like actually put it out on the list write why you feel like that collect some inspiration you know keep track of the work you're doing keep track of the, the inspiration you're finding put it all together right um, I feel like that's the part of work that I personally I, I'm still trying to improve on um, but I think it's something that I think if we practice as a continuous part of our, our work, then you can stop anytime, you know? Mm. I think um, part of the pressure of wanting to work on the, well, not part of pressure, but I think sometimes that, you know, when we go back to that question of like, do we, when is the project done? I think part of the problem is that you don't know how much work you've done sometimes, you know? You don't know how much you've achieved. You don't know, you don't know what your objectives are. That's important as well. And I think you kind of have to do the legwork on, you know, like I have like so many projects. I have like, 
I have probably like 50 or 60 projects just like in a list, right? Some of them are great. Like I have mood boards, I have a task list, I have like a summary of like what am I trying to achieve? I have a sense of what I can do. And those are great because I, I, I always come back and pick up on them. But there's like some projects where it's like literally like three words in the, in the document. And I like, like, it's like, it's like, it's almost like I had some kind of like idea, like, I don't know, maybe like some of those might be true where maybe I'm just like half asleep and I come up with something and I wake up and just type it up. But it like, but then it's like, I don't even know what it is. I keep it there because I hope, I'm hoping that one day I'll just look at it and be like, oh, right, I remember now. But I know it's kind of not going to happen, right? I think that's the, so like, I don't know. So for me, that's kind of the answer. It's just like, you just have to, however you want to do it, document your process. Mm as you're doing the work because I you know like I don't because I think that's so important like and this goes back to the you know the time needing to get on the same page with the team and the time you should spend on organizing because like I don't know like when you work as a team it's always a problem like where is this file where is the document how do I get access to this right and the more layers of friction you add the less your people want to work together and also the less on you know the less on the page you will be with other people right and you gotta do if you truly believe in the work you do and you you truly um respect your work and the time of your teammates and you know respect yourself as a uh, you know an expert or a designer or whatever and your role in that project then you need to to put in the diligence i guess to 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 document the work express what is important to you make sure that other people understand the project especially if you work in a large organization you know like one of the things that we have sorry i'm going a little bit no too, this, is, this is good um one of the things that you know we have trouble in our organization is that we have so many projects mm. we have numerous research projects running right and some of them are well documented it's the same with me right like some of them are well documented some of them are not right and the challenge is that it creates a huge bottleneck because then you know, there's this negative feedback loop where people want to um, work on other people's projects. You want people to work in these projects. You want to help each other. But if if um, the project's not documented, there's so much friction or just difficulty to, to share things, to know what that project is about, to understand what it is, how they can support it, how they can help it, right? And because of that, less people want to work on it. It gets less priority, you know, and it, it makes it harder because, and then it, it puts that project in a position where other people don't think it's valuable or people don't know what's going on. And it puts it in a bad light and also puts the people who are working on it in a bad light because, you know, maybe they are working really hard on it, but we just don't know. Um, so, you know, I think especially particularly for large organizations, I think this is like like a non-starter. Like if your team is doing lots of work and there's nothing like there's no documentation, like even if they're doing great work, I think that's kind of a red flag because it's like like who cares if you're doing good work if no one knows what how you're doing it and no one knows what your secret mm -hmm. sauce is. Because ideally you can share that. You should share that, right? You should share how you're doing your work, how Mm. how effective you are you are especially if you're really good um yeah because i think mm. this is i think it's not a it's not a coincidence that the best people like really good artists like really good designers 
maintain really great blogs and have really good documentation. Their sketchbooks are immaculate. I think that's um, I think that's that's part of the the discipline. You know, it's part of becoming a good whatever that you can do that. You know, it comes kind of second nature. Wow, uh, man, it's documentation is one of those things where I think it's almost everyone would agree that it's an important part of your practice part yeah. of any any creative practice uh, or non-creative practice um, and also that it has a lot of value but almost universally it, it's 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 the first thing to get left behind almost um, when you actually practice um, the things that you do mm. is it though I, I don't know. I struggle with it too. Um, and for the same, it's, it's kind of like you have to sacrifice uh, time and effort now to, to get something to, to, to be able to have these benefits in the future of being, a, being able to have projects that are more shareable, um, being able to communicate better with your, um, with, with the outside world, with your team, um, to be able to empathize um, more easily, more effectively with your past self when you had the idea at the time. To all, of, all these benefits, are in the, it's in the future, right? And it's in the future, and therefore, that to spend effort now, sometimes significant amount of effort, sometimes, you know, you could, you could probably spend... If you, if you really want to document well with photography um, and writing, maybe uh, the same amount of time that you produced uh, to, to, that you put in to get to a point, you might put into documentation, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, I haven't, um, I, I find it very difficult to practice that. Hmm. Um. I'm going to preface by saying I'm sorry because I was eating a biscuit. I thought my mic. Oh, you're, you're 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 allowed to eat, man. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is <a laughs> this isn't the UN. Okay. <laughs> um, but I think this goes back to what Christian says, man. Isn't that what Christian says? Like, you don't have to spend. Yeah, I know what you mean because I also have this problem. Like, it's like so difficult even to try. I I don't know. Like, but I feel like. First, I think for me, what helps is that I just, just accept that my documentation is going to be real bad because it's actually easy to, I think with the tools we have nowadays, especially digital tools, it's not like you're writing stuff on a typewriter, but you can always move things around. You can reorganize things. As long as the information is there, you, I mean, you, you have a brain, you're smart, you know, you have embedded information. That's true. So you can take the time, but like you've got to start, like even if it's messy, you can always take the time to just get it out. And then like over time kind of work it on it. Like nothing starts perfect, right? And I think like remove, I find ways to remove that perfection barriers important, at least for me. Um, but it's like what Krishna says, like if you spend like, what, like a couple minutes, like that's probably enough, you know? Like if you just like set like five minutes a day to just like write something, you probably get started and you'll be like, oh man, there's so many things you need to write. And then you spend like half an hour, an hour on it. But also maybe like in your case, like, I'm kind of shocked because you like you do such a good job, kind of promoting yourself on, like mass and on the Instagram page and all this stuff. Like, why isn't your documentation, 
I guess. Like, isn't couldn't the documentation be part of things you share as well? Like, like could it like at least in your perspective, like your documentation could just be a photo. Like, why does it have to be some technical, super deep thing? I mean, like I guess it depends as well what you count as documentation, right? Mm. Like, because I think in your case, like, like you do a lot of good. You do, I I would say you do really good documentation. You do capture lots of moments of people and like what's going on, like so I don't know. Um, I don't know what 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 do you mean by documentation in like from your perspective? Like what counts as good documentation? I guess it has different purposes. Um, let's say let's say we're working on it. Uh, we're working on it, and uh, Krishna is really driving. Um, you know. Cr- driving the the details which are important how to document um how to do file folder structures when you start a new project you know stuff like that uh krishna is, has been pushing and it's it's only over time that i've gotten to really appreciate more and more as days go days go by the effort and the emphasis that he puts into um these more seemingly mundane details um of how we work together but i yeah if, you, if you're hearing this krish we love you thank you <laughs> Hans, i'm really shocked because you are a kambaisa boy i expect better of you <laughs> like if clemens is listening in then you're gonna get whooped boy hey i do all right okay i do all right but i just wish i did i could do um for me um uh, yeah, this, there, there are levels. There are levels. There's documenting to, to, to keep a record of it. There's documenting to um, communicate with internal team to look back. There's also documenting to uh, tell a story later on or as you go, right? And I think, I think there are a lot of advantages of sharing as you go, a lot. Um, it's kind of almost like... Um, Let's say if if the guys who made the Eiffel Tower had a YouTube video every day of their process <laughs> or bits of it, right? By the time that the Eiffel Tower opens, they would already have an audience. They would have people who would have been there on with them on that journey, who understand the technical difficulties, the, the engineering feats, the mathematics that went in there. It would unite more people. Um, you know, these kinds of benefits that, to be honest, like every single design project that I've worked on, there like for, think about 48 hour film festival, right? There's always drama. You know, if you document the process of any 48 hour film festival team, it'll go through a cycle of like, oh, this is a, such a great idea. Let's go. Let's go. they go out and you know, they they're like, I think this is good. And then they go, Oh shit, is this is really are we doing the right thing? And then this is horrible. This is so Man, that's so good. I I, w- I would love to have like as a backup film for Forty Eight Hours, a uh, film about the Forty Eight Hour process. But like, that'll be a great backup film. It might be the great. Yeah, you should do, actually just do that. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, and that's where my that's what I'm thinking about when it, when I think documentation is that at the high level, you're you're kind of creating and curating content to be able to uh, share with public um and that's that's a lot more i think than um i guess well-kept 
notebooks and folder structures. Um, yeah, that yeah, some energy has to go into it. Um, yeah. But it's a team effort, right? Like, like maybe in your in the context from your perspective, mm. um, that is your priority for documentation, mm. and rightly so, maybe. You know, and maybe it's not just I don't know, because like math is quite a big. It's getting quite big, presumably, right? There's like, I mean, not big, but like everyone probably has a chance to work on other project, like projects together. It's not just a one person, right? So like, I feel it's like a team effort. Like everyone brings something. Like in the product team, I wouldn't expect a, a developer to document design work. Mm. Mm. Let's let's uh, let's talk about some less serious issues <laughs> topics that's boring you mean huh no dude uh that was not boring that was i could i could keep all, i could probably talk to you about this topic of teamwork documentation for about half a day maybe it maybe an entire weekend if, are you guys organized it's, something, it's a craft stuff. in itself how right? do you guys organize stuff like how do you guys organize like how do you guys like you guys use slack you guys use like notion like what, what do you guys use to like keep track of stuff like uh, just google docs we use slack we uh yeah we use google docs a lot we uh we all, all our presentations google slides um what 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 is that what is that disapproval that look hey, of disapproval why don't you use why don't you just use notion Use the right tools, man. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. For people who are lazy or difficult, like me, right? I would like you gotta have the right tools to support you. That's the other. That's the, that's the step two. That's the other two. That's the other thing. What has no? What 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 does Notion have? Uh, on what what does Notion have on Slack or uh, the Google Suite? Enlighten don't use, us. Don't, don't don't use don't use Slack. Use Twist. What? <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? <laughs> I feel like this is how my dad would have felt when I. <laughs> and dad, just make a Facebook account. <laughs> oh, can I share a screen? Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, there you go. You've never seen Notion before. You've never used Notion before. I feel like you've mentioned it over coffee. It's really good. They just have a. They just announced a um, free, unlimited, free plan. Um, but it's really good because. Um, uh, I can. I can. Well, actually, I can show you, but I, I kind of don't want you to. Sh uh, sh yeah. I can show you my um, my our, our company's internal notion. Right, I was a big advocate for it because I've been using it for ages. But like, I had this problem like everyone's like doing documentation in a different way, or like doing things in like, like in like because like it's even hard in the university ecosystem because there's like Office three six five and whatever, and things are stored in different places, oh and God, some people use Microsoft. Google Docs, and and yeah. it's like it's just like messy, and like some people use SharePoint, and it's a, a bit of a pain. So like, I use Notion, and I was like. Okay, let's use Notion because we were using Trello before, but it was really hard to organize things. But like, you can think of it as like a combination of like a wiki page meets Google Docs meets like a bit of Airtable and Trello. But like, so like for example, like one of the things we use is to we document 
we have a knowledge base here that people can use to like, you know, we collect all the information across the university or something specific to us. And that's really great. Um, but then like, we also have, this is also really bad, but you can see, but it's, I, I think it's better than before. Like we have like, you know, like a projects database and this is one of the projects I'm working on. But like, you know, we use it to just like collaborate and like, you know, keep track of things. And like, it's really good because it's like really easy and like, Sorry, it's kind of confidential stuff, so I really shouldn't show you. No, I'm, I'm, I won't. I won't share the screen on. on but like, this. I guess the main thing is that it's a great like you can just like you know it's a really good. Um, I think if you're a designer, you really appreciate it because it has a lot of features. Like, and it's it's really easy to write new things. You can there's formatting like. You know, and does you can it, also do. Does it uh uh double as a data storage file storage you can on the free plan your maximum upload limit per file is five megabytes but on the paid personal plan like the one i have it's an unlimited storage so you can just upload as much as you want but you can also embed things so like um like you can embed i don't know if you use miro but you can embed yeah. miro you can embed a website so like you can go like um you can there's also really good yeah like this um there's a good I don't quite understand what problem this is solving. Really? I mean, I feel like it's like a, an in-between of a few different things. Yeah. Like, obviously, you, I feel like you're using this to communicate. Um, it, there's like a forum type of um, functionality and, and also a curating kind of functionality. And a pl planning kind. It, it feels like a like a hybrid of like who would you recommend this to? Um, what kind of individuals and teams would you recommend this to? I recommend this to people who currently use like a bunch of different tools, um, but they feel kind of unsatisfied by it. I, I don't know, like like. What if kind you're of someone, like, well, I mean, like, if, if you're someone who's like, oh, the, the, the thing that Notion is trying to solve is basically, for a lot of people, they, you know, they have this very classic work format, which is we use Google Docs for storing our files, and then maybe we have a separate backup file storage, and then, you know, we use Trello to organize our tasks, and then maybe, um, I don't know, maybe for, as a, a database, maybe we have a Google site, or maybe even a wiki page, like a wiki, like internal wiki, or maybe a Confluence page or something. Like, um, Notion tries to just, oh yeah, and then maybe you use Airtable because maybe you need to track something, like maybe it's like a table of like users or people. So like Notion, the Notion kind of just does all of those things. It tries to, you know, you can build tables in it, you can, have Trello boards, Trello cardboards, cards, you know, in it. You can use it as a, it's a really good writing tool. So you can just draft things really nicely. You can, it's very, it's rich multimedia. So you can embed videos and text and images really easily. So you can make really nice documentation for people. Um, and it's also, it has a lot of support for embedding lots of different things. So you can embed like a Google calendar, you can embed Google sheets or charts. So like, it's kind of the one-stop shop that's supposed to bring everything together. So like Notion calls itself like an all-in-one workspace. 
So like, mm. so that's why I use it because like I don't want to pay for Trello, and I don't think Trello like for me like some people can do it, but like you know they they use Trello for everything. They use it to to track their projects. They also use it to hold their documentation. I think it's crazy. I don't know how you can live in that format, right? Same with Google Docs. Like it's great to use Google Docs, but like sometimes I don't know where things are, and like you go up and down the file formats. Like so, Notion tries to solve a lot of those problems by just saying let's like just have an all-in-one tool that does all these things. Um, I think it's done a pretty good job. The downside is that it you know it's kind of a jack of all trades, master of none. So if you if you enjoy using very precise, fully featured tools like you like your hardcore Trello power user, you probably can't. You probably won't enjoy Notion. Does it also have like messaging communication aspect to uh, it? Or is it a separate thing? Like um, it would work well with Slack? You, you can connect Slack to it. So like But but it, does it have um internal features to communicate? It has commenting. You can comment like you know, you have discussion like every page that you make in Notion has a discussion. You can have a like a discussion area and also you can highlight areas and add comments so like and tag people. Um, you can also connect your a Slack channel to the Notion page so that any updates get automatically shown on, on Slack as like a message. Mm. So there's pretty good kind of document, a uh, very pretty good integration for a lot of that stuff. All the pro tips, all the pro tips. Uh, a lot of people use it like Shanshan's workspace, a work, like company uses it, like mi migrated to Notion. Um, Wow. All people are using it now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. Um, we'll look into it. And hopefully a few other people will look into it as well. Also, you shouldn't use Slack. You should use Twist. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like was more organized. Like, anyway, sorry. Well, yeah. Anyway, Twist, it's just, it's a really easy name to remember. You can Google it yourself. Okay. Okay. No, we'll give it if a you go. Pay, only if you pay for Slack. If you don't pay for Slack, then keep using Slack. Thank you.